Welcome to Conquest the Podcast. I'm Joyce. And I'm Lily. And we are continuing our preparations for Boston Comic Con with this episode, talking specifically about guests. This year's really good. Um, last year was also really good. Uh, I just, I'm really impressed by the guests that Comic Con has been getting these mm-hmm. past two years. Let's go through. We're going to do this somewhat live. <laughs> um, we've been kind of paying attention to some of the guests that they've been announcing, mm-hmm. but we haven't actually like looked at the list in a while. So we're going to do this somewhat live right now, starting with the big celebrities. Okay, Jeff Goldblum is That's actually a pretty big, big deal. Yeah. That one's really cool. I'm really excited to see Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. They have quite a few uh, Back to the Future yeah. people coming, so that's really awesome. Evangeline Lilly, I didn't realize until we started looking at this list that she's coming. <laughs> that's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Moma is pretty big, of course. I don't have any interest in seeing his movie, though. So Is that Aquaman? Yeah, he's Aquaman. Oh, okay. Props to getting Aquaman, <laughs> but I... Oh, well. It's probably there to promote the movie. William Shatner is coming, which is... Wait, I actually didn't know that. Right? Okay. Douche person, but, like, respect the work? <laughs> Like, I respect him as Kirk, but mm-hmm. eh. I'm going to skip the Doctor Who ones because we don't know who they are. Okay. Uh, apologies to everyone. <laughs> the Weasley twins are coming. <laughs> really excited about that. <laughs> when the Weasley twins were announced, I remember you were like, we were both like, this is so unexpected. So I'm so excited. I love the twins. I'm also skipping the Once Upon a Time. Um, I'm also skipping Supernatural. I'm skipping the fandoms that we don't follow, but mm-hmm. I will announce that I'm skipping them. <laughs> Uh, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future. Uh-huh. So the Doc and Marty are going to be here. Tom Wilson from Back to the Future. Wow, this is mostly Back to the Future cast. <laughs> and Leah Thompson. Last year, they had the majority of the Rocky Horror cast come. So I feel like Back to the Future is their this year's big idea. Yeah, that they're trying to invite and have a big event for. Yeah. A lot of the Princess Bride is coming back. Marvel's Runaways skipping. Firefly skipping. Billy Dee Williams is coming. That's pretty cool. He's from Star Wars. Oh, Rob nice. Schneider from SNL. All right. Skipping the X-Men. That's also very surprising. Rob Schneider. SNL. No. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling. Skipping the X-Men. I'm sorry. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'm skipping. 90s Icon. Skipping. Stargate. Atlantis. Skipping. Paul Rubens is coming. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman is coming to Boston. Okay. That's pretty cool. Wait, I don't know much about that, but I've heard of the show. Yeah, he's, it's a kid's show, right? He's a kid's show, but yeah. it's really weird. It's, it's one of those kids shows that you're just like, is, is this actually for children? This, is it the psychedelic thing? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, it's it's so weird, but it is it is a kids show. I grew up on it, and I can see why he's invited. If he's very like, I'm sure he has a very niche audience. Yeah, that... he's very nostalgic, and like we said last time, Boston Comic Con's very family friendly, so it makes sense that they would invite like stuff yeah. like that. Star Trek skipping, The Gifted skipping, <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, that's kind of cool. They got two of the old actors from Space Odyssey. Oh, nice. All right, we're going to hit this canceled list. This one's sad. So, uh, Joe Keir- Keery from Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm so hurt. Okay, I legitimately was deciding like whether I should end up going to see him at the convention or not, but he's not even going anymore. I did not know that he was canceled until like this moment. When we were looking at the list, like, right before we started this episode, I'm so sad. Something must have came up yeah. and whatnot, because uh, it seems so... I mean, I don't want to say last minute, but it seems so... I guess it, it is close yeah. to the convention for him to cancel, so... Yeah, that's too bad. Hope, hope everything's okay. And then Chris Williams is canceled, but we are not familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we're going to run down the other... The anime actors, right? Yeah, or voice actors. Yeah. 
So first up, we have a couple from Steven Universe. We have Zach Callison and Michaela Diaz. You don't watch the show, right? Steven Universe, no. Yeah. But I'm interested. Like, I know it's a really good show, and I like I support it because they're doing some cool things mm-hmm. for not just kids media, just like TV shows. Mm-hmm. I've only seen like the first, I want to say, twenty episodes, and it's really good. Didn't so the kid come, Steven Universe come last year. I think so. Yeah. I think all of them came. Mm-hmm. The whole main cast. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Josh Keaton, who plays Shiro from Voltron, is coming, which is perfect timing because he just <laughs> announced some big news regarding his character on the show and SCCC right now. But also, the next season for Voltron is coming out right around the time that oh. Boston Comic Con is coming. So that's good timing. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't pay any attention to Voltron, as Joyce knows. <laughs> I just care about yeah. two characters, and it's Steven Yeun's red one and Shiro. Yeah. I don't know anything else about the show, but as long as those two are doing okay and surviving, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Lily tends to be like on the side with me and our roommate Melissa watches. So, mm-hmm. um, Didi Mango Hall, another Steven Universe voice actress, is coming. So maybe almost the entire full cast, actually. Uh, Chris Sabat, who's someone from Dragon Ball Z. Jeremy Shada, who is from Adventure Time, but also Voltron, so it looks like they're trying to get a couple Voltron mm. people out here. Oh, Estelle! Okay, I lied. All of Steven Universe's main characters are coming, oh, so nice. that's really cool. Justin Brenner, I think that's who you pronounce his name, who voices Deku from My Hero Academia is coming, oh, which is going to be interesting. We saw him at Anime Boston. Was that Boston or was that NYC? That was Boston. That was, right. Boston, that was Boston, yeah. And he embodies Deku. He, he so was Deku. Yeah. See, he's like a newcomer to the scene, right? Like, Deku was his first ma- big major role. I think so, Something from like what that. I've heard. Yeah. yeah, so... I watched the dub, but like it looked like he was doing okay with the character. A mm-hmm. lot of shouting, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Invader Zim. What? Richard Horvitz. <laughs> I assume he plays the main character. I actually have never seen Invader Zim. I've only seen like bits and pieces of it. But, like, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then they have a couple people from Pinky and the Brain, which I don't think mm. either of us know. Overwatch. They have the person who I think voices Mercy, mm. which is not a surprise. They had someone from Overwatch from last year, too. And then... Joyce, <laughs> I was this close to calling her Dina. What's her name? Diva. Diva. <laughs> This isn't the first time Lily almost called her that. I keep thinking her name's Dina. Like, DNA Dina. I mean, it sounds... Similar. But it's diva, like DV. How do you spell it? It's D period V A. So DNA <laughs> is not that far off. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last person is Tara Strong, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Tara Strong and the person who voices Shiro from Voltron, I think, are my top two. Like, I'm mm-hmm. very excited to see them out of the voice. Not even just the the voice actors, just and all the celebrities in general. I'm really excited to see. So, are you going to actually buy any engagements? Um, I don't know yet. I feel like it depends on price. Like, based on what we've seen from last year, I think it's most likely going to be pretty expensive for whatever I want to do, whether that be like an autograph or a photo, because I think they're charged separately. Mm-hmm. And they do have their own tables in the dealer's room where like you can just meet them. So I may just end up meeting them if yeah. I end up spending a lot of time doing other things at the con. It all comes down to price. Yeah. So. Last year, my big person was Ming-Na Wen, the voice of Mulan, the girl who saved China, the actress who does uh, Agent Melinda May on S.H.I.E.L.D., which is one of my favorite shows. She's my favorite character. And just in general, she seems like a really cool person. So yeah, when Joyce told me that she was coming, I actually freaked out. I have very loud, extra physical reactions to a lot of things, but like I did not have control of my body at that moment when you told me Ming-Na Wen was coming to Boston Comic Con. And I did it. I did the thing. I bought a ticket to go get a photo with her, which 
if anyone sees it's currently my cover photo on my on Twitter <laughs> it's right one now. of your prized possessions it's one of my prized possessions the hard copy is hanging in our room it's on my Twitter cover photo I'm posed like I'm supposed to be dressed as Melinda May, and I'm posed like I'm her bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I loved it. But that was sixty dollars. Yeah, for me now when expensive. It was really expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't regret it though. But yeah, that was really expensive. <laughs> I remember last year, some of the they had really big guests last year. Like I said, the cast of Rocky Horror. You could take photos with them. But that was like a triple digit package. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't think Tim Curry was part of that. He was very exclusive about his appearances last um. year, which makes sense because he's kind of getting older mm-hmm. and he doesn't really have a lot of like energy to be around fans for that long. Yeah, Stan Lee was a whole other thing. There was an event, I think, if I remember correctly, of eating breakfast with Stanley or something like that. I don't know. It was a very limited amount of people. Obviously, I assume it's a very small space to accommodate and for him to meet everyone and whatnot. But I think that was mad expensive. It must have been like hundreds of dollars. Right. Like that one might even been a thousand. Like you all, you got other stuff. And the, the included the meal too. So like there was a lot going into that price. Mm-hmm. But also just, yeah, Stan Lee was a huge get for them last year mm-hmm. um, and that's not surprising and then the other huge guests last year were Matt Smith and Karen Gillian yeah Gillian, Gillian? I think yeah. it's Gillian yeah. Karen Gillian but um, yeah there was an incident where I think it was you me and Melissa were coming down the escalator to go into the dealer's room and we saw them walk by we saw them. really cool and they were surrounded by like security guards yeah bodyguards it was so many people but that makes sense because obviously they must have high security since there's so many important people passing through I think it was Melissa who had to point it out that she was like oh my god that's them because he was dressed pretty casually in like a button down they were on their way to their big main stage event and he might have had a hat at that point I don't know but Karen Gilliam's hair is bright red yeah so i recognized her first and then you put it together with all of the like people in black following these two (laughs) people not in black and you're like oh that's a doctor who Mm -hmm. their photo op package was at least 150 if not more since their show is so really expensive they were encased in a group of people (laughs) like even if you didn't know who they were or where they were from you can tell that they were they were important last year also had i think like the two vampire diaries bros right Last year had good guests. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of Stanley, for my internship at Boston Magazine, I called one of the organizers to get kind of like the behind the scenes for my story. And at one point, I was talking about the guests, and I was like, "Oh my god, such a cool guest!" Blah blah blah. And at one point, the guy mentioned like Stanley's last visit, and I'm like, "What?" So <laughs> there was a good five minute period where I thought Stanley was dying. And I had to, like, talk and to this organizer oh on the phone of, like, is Stanley okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry, he's fine. Before this point, he's like, oh, you know, Stan's getting older, blah, blah, it's such an honor to have him. And I was like, is, is he okay? And he's like, oh, no, he's fine. Don't worry about it. I was like, well, why'd you say this is his last appearance? And he's like, oh, for the year. This is his last Comic-Con appearance for the year. They could have clarified. There was That's a good so funny. Like, five to ten minutes I thought Stanley was dying. Mm-hmm. He's not. It's okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, good guests last year. Yeah. Someone that Joyce was really excited about last year was a voice actor, Bryce. Bryce Poppenbrook. Yes. Yeah, so we ended up going to one of his panels where it was basically a Q&A. He told some fun stories of him in his booth or just in his life, and that was a lot of fun. We ended up not really doing much besides that. We did see him at the table at the mm-hmm. dealer's room. I just have a lot of anxiety, and I was just like, I don't know if I can say <laughs> hi to him. I'm sure he was re- he's really nice, and if I actually did go up to him and said hi, he would have yeah. been very friendly about it, but... That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's really cool that all these celebrities have all these panels you can also just go to if you decide not to do, I guess, the packages and whatnot. Because, yeah, like mm-hmm. we said, it's very expensive. So it's really cool that 
some of them have events like that where you do get a chance to see them because I think you did it also for was it Mingna one or no she did her own panel that I went to okay but I only like a creeper walked by her signing booth because the line was really long mm, okay I yeah. see that is the other thing, the nice thing about the setup is you can kind of just at least do walk-bys of seeing them. Like, I saw the cast of Ruby, and I saw um, I there. Carl Urban, but I didn't get to wait. I didn't want to wait in line for them. I was just like, hey, and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's most of us. It's just so packed and busy. Yeah. For the really big guests, like, Matt Smith and Karen Gillian were out, but, like, Stan Lee and the cast of Rocky Horror had a special fan line so that people couldn't do, like, creeper walk-bys. Yeah. There was another Bryce thing that we went to with the actress who was Mikasa. <gasps> oh, Mikasa. Uh, I think it's Trina Nishimura. I think mm-hmm. that's her name. But, yeah, that was also a lot of fun, especially because, you know, they play off each other and you get to ask her questions as well. So that was really cool. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of dubs, but I love voice actors, which is, like, I'm super excited for Tara Strong. And Joyce really wanted to go see Bryce Pappenbrook, and I was like, okay, no big. That was delightful. Mm-hmm. I loved that. He was so fun. He was telling all these really great behind-the-scenes stories. There were some... Whenever you go to fan conventions and there's Q&As, you can always tell the kind of questions they've been asked 50 million times. Of just like, how did you get started? Or what keeps you going? And he got a few of those. And he answered them, I felt like, very genuinely. He answered them like it wasn't the 50 millionth time this has been asked to him. So mm-hmm. a lot of respect for him. That was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I watch majority subbed but I think just like Bryce I think most of the people who work in that industry are very likable people like you said and so I really enjoy seeing their panels on YouTube and stuff like that and that was the first time I actually went to see one in person I really hope that we're able to go to another panel similar to that for this year. Yeah, he was so much fun. He told really great stories. He's the voice of Aaron in the dub yeah. for SNK and he told some really great stories because all Aaron does I love this boy. I am this boy. But all he does is shout Mm -hmm. all the time. So I can't imagine. And he he told us what he had to do as that voice actor. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, he also (laughs) is the main character in Sword Art Online. And that guy also shouts a lot. I feel like he's the main character for a lot of shows, which is why... He probably gets his voice shot quite a lot. I can imagine. <laughs> Speaking of, this is a tangent not related to Boston Comic Con, but at Anime Boston, there was the dub voice cast of... Um, Pocono Hero Academia. Yeah, Hero Academia. Yeah. And the Kachan guy, he was just like, I lose my voice every take. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't blame you. Kachan just yells all the time. So also, it just, sounds like he definitely has to use his lower register to yeah. really get that gravelly voice. He really needs to <laughs> protect his voice for that character. <laughs> Oh, Bakugo. <laughs> Anyways, back to Boston Comic Con. <laughs> this is going back to something we were talking about in the beginning of how I'm really excited for, I guess, some of the voice actors that are coming. I didn't get to hear if you're specifically excited for a certain celebrity that's coming to Boston Comic Con. Is there anyone specific you're excited for? There are a lot of people I'm excited that they have here, but no one that I want to pay for. Like, I love Tara Strong. She's one of my favorite voice actors because she's voiced so much of my childhood. Like, I would die for Raven. I think it's really cool they got Jeff Goldblum. I love Back to the Future, so I'm also excited they got Michael J. Fox and The Doc. The Weasley Twins, of course. Yeah, so there's a lot of really cool people that I recognize, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so cool, you're gonna be in this city, I'm gonna be potentially in the same room as you, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to pay for any of them. (laughs) I get you. Yeah. Because, like, Ming-Na Wen was very special last year to you, and there's no one on that level coming this year. Yeah. So, we're gonna do our... This isn't even a wrap, but it always takes us like 20 minutes to get through this. But Joyce, what are you into right now? Um, Not much has changed, honestly, from the last episode we recorded, because we actually are recording these episodes pretty closely because of just how our schedules align. But 
the only thing I can talk about right now is something that both me and Lily are watching right now. We watched another episode of Boku no Hero Academia yesterday. It looks like they're starting a new, I guess, large mm. arc because there's. it kind of reminds me of Naruto tuning exams where it's like people fight each other and it's in Boku no Hero Academia at the moment. They're fighting each other for... To pass this exam or a permit test, yeah. So it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Looks like a lot of new characters are gonna be introduced, and it's also since some of the characters split off, I'm wondering if some of the episodes will be dedicated to (laughs) some of the characters. We knew exactly these ones weren't hanging around, (laughs) so it's gonna be an interesting rest of the season. It's kind of sad because I came to realization that there's only what like nine, eight episodes left, so not many Mm. episodes left. But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens in the following episodes, but also. Not something I've watched, but another thing I'm looking forward to, in addition to Boku no Hero Academia, is Attack on Titan is airing tonight, which is <laughs> kind of ridiculous because we waited four years for the second season to come out after the first, and the fact that the second season came out last year, and we only have to wait a year for this season to come out, which is 24 episodes. It's a so whole season. Full show, yeah. It's a so whole goddamn season. Not something we've seen, but it's something we've been very hyped for. I think we've been talking about it for a while now, of what's going to happen, mm-hmm. like... I'm wondering, is everyone going to... No one's going to be okay. I was about to say, is everyone going to be okay? No one's going to be okay, but... (laughs) The thing about SNK, and this sounds ridiculous, and not everyone agrees with me, is this actually has a lower body count than I was anticipating. Because I got into SNK super late, so I didn't have to wait four years like everyone else. I only waited about a year and a half, because I'd heard about this hiatus. And that was written as like, why would I wait that long? But yeah, I love SNK. It has some of my favorite anime openings ever. I love Link to Ryzen. I'm honestly more uh-huh. excited about hearing the new opening than the new season. <laughs> Wait, I okay, I'm in the same boat actually though because if you had to rank anime openings, it's up there. The SNK's first opening is my favorite anime opening. Oh really? Okay. And I love Brotherhoods again so much, but actually though the it's so higher up there for me. I mean, it's iconic. I love so. it so much. But yeah, when you're saying like, is everyone going to be okay? I think that yes, because I know we've seen a lot of deaths, but they're not the big ones. Like every end of the season, I always expect there to only be like four characters left. And actually most of Squad has gotten through at this point no, because I of the manga. Agree. Yeah. So like emotionally, no, they are not going to be okay. Everyone is very much not okay, mm-hmm. but they're going to be alive. So that's kind of okay. <laughs> So I think everyone's going to be kind of okay. No, yeah. I wish... I mean, it's sad, but I kind of wish the body count was more because, yeah, it would make us more on the edge of our seats wondering, like, who's next? Is the last people who are surviving going to survive? The only... Well, I shouldn't spoil the show, but I was about to say the people who have gone, but, like... Yeah, we've had two... It's only two kind of major ones, I guess, but even then, it's like... They didn't really have much time on screen before they ended up, you know, going, so... It's going to be interesting to see if this season ends up... I mean, also, there's also a lot of changes regarding human versus times, but it looks like in this season it's going to be very different in, like, mm. who the opposing... Yeah, we have Lenny from the Wild West just yeah. rolling in for no apparent reason. I, was, I thought they were in, like, that. medieval Germany, but okay, if they're in mid-1900s era and just someone from America rolls in, here we go. We're going to yeah. find this out. Oh, but gosh. speaking of your academia and how, like, their end of their season... I'm wondering how much longer Hero Academia has as a show, because I know the manga is going on for a while, and I feel like they're not going to end it because it's so big right now. Like, did we sign up for Naruto? <laughs> did we Did we accidentally sign up for Bleach by getting invested in this show? I don't know, because I'm not a huge fan. I say this as I'm in the middle of D. Man. I'm not a huge fan of shows that have no ending or like go on for like 500 episodes. So at some point, I would like Hero Academia to end, 
mm-hmm. but I'm just wondering when's that going to be because they're not tying anything up. They're obviously not planning on the end. I'm wondering since they caught up with the manga and it's going to take so long for them to get enough content for them to make more seasons. I'm wondering if they're going to do same as Attack on Titan where they have a huge hiatus mm-hmm. to get something to work off of, or they might full metal alchemist it and split. We'll just I don't material. like it when they do that. Every single time that has happened, it's never good. It's always worse than, I guess, the original story. That but I stand by Blue Exorcist split. I mean, <laughs> a, I enjoyed the first season of Blue Exorcist mm-hmm. without knowing that they split. I mean, yeah, I guess that's an exception. I actually mm-hmm. didn't mind that one either. Mm-hmm. I forgot that that one split off from the original story. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where... Both Boku no Hero Academia and Attack on Titan go from here. I do hope that they stay close to the manga. I'm the same way. I do prefer when it stays close to the manga, but we'll see what happens. You should talk about what you're into. I got back to D. Gray Man. I officially hit episode 70. Alan just hit his, like, he did, like, a character arc thing, and then he changed, and I actually don't like the design of his change. It looks really bad. I was complaining about it at lunch. (laughs) I'm really mad. I loved little Alan that he was beforehand, and now it's weird Alan. I'm like, (laughs) all right, I hope this isn't permanent, but I think it is. (laughs) Wait, but you have, like, 30 episodes left. Yeah, I have 30 episodes left. Okay, so anything can happen in these 30 episodes. But character design-wise, I don't know. We're gonna see. I feel like, because this is some permanent stuff, so I feel like his... Hair is just going to stay long, and I'm really sad. But I have 30 episodes left of the OG D. Gray Man, and then I have D. Gray Man Hollow, and then I'll finally be free of this franchise, which I, I love this franchise. It's actually quickly rising up one of my favorites. And this is going to be a big statement, Jason will know, but I like it more than Soul Eater, I think. <gasps> really? I know, and what? I love Soul Eater. I'm so shook right now. Okay, I, I didn't think... I'm not sure if they were around. I don't think they did, but they really reminded me of each other, of just, like, kids going on a journey fighting evil. But maybe because D. Grimman has had almost, not twice, because Soul Eater was pretty long, but like D. Grimman has had more time to really expand on all of these characters and stuff, but yeah, D. Grimman is a little higher than Soul Eater. I'll have to, when I finish the show, I'll reevaluate my top anime list. I also, I read a book, or I'm in the middle of reading a book. Right. Um, it's The Poppy Wars by R.F. Kuang. It's really good. It's some good historical Chinese fantasy. I love that stuff. She's doing a really good job with it, and I recommend both D. Grayman and The Poppy Wars. Oh, I also wanted to bring up, there is a video game I started recently mm. with our roommate Melissa, which I don't know if we'll actually finish, but it's called Pode, and it's a puzzle co-op game. You have to figure out how to like use the room to go to the next room and whatnot, but... We got to a certain point last night where there's a specific action you have to do to get past the last room in that particular level, and we literally could not figure out... Y'all, they were so frustrated. Yeah, Melissa ended up searching a walkthrough or playthrough of how to pass the level, and it was something that we've already tried. So it's either a glitch in the system, or maybe there's something in the storyline that we need to go back to to complete that we just haven't done. It was a frustrating time, and it's like... The zen-looking game. It's so cute. With the music, yeah, and how it looks, but it's just so frustrating. <laughs> I can't... They were really aggravated. Like, I love puzzle games, but I think that was one of the most frustrating moments mm-hmm. I've ever had playing a game. Like, it's so... Hopefully you'll get through. Yeah, I will update everyone. If yeah. we end up finishing the game by next or the following few episodes yeah. of the podcast. Hopefully yeah. before at least Comic-Con. Yeah. We'll figure it out. The other thing, last thing I'll say that I was, I'm getting into is Sungri's Comeback. <gasps> right? We one, saw two, a music three, video together. A one-shot music video. That was really cool. It was. I love one-shot videos. I always think they're so impressive. Me and too. also, Sungri had some really good like choreography. It was really like 1960s, not 60s, 50s era style mm-hmm. uh, design and stuff like that. And I really, I thought he just, he looked really good. He has some really great dance number, like 
dance breaks and dance numbers in this. Yeah. Everyone knows Taeyong is the best dancer in <laughs> Big Bang, and it's nice to see that, like, don't forget Sungri can too. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Sungri's a really good dancer too. I feel like he tends to be. I don't want to say like in the shadow, but he tends to be forgotten a lot yeah. amongst the five members in Big Bang. So I'm really glad that he has this big mm-hmm. comeback album that he's yeah. coming out with very soon. The Great Sungri. Check mm-hmm. it out. It's really fun. And yeah, that should do it for us. We have an Instagram. <gasps> you can follow us at Conquest Pod. That's us. You should see the big blue icon and a few photos. Please give us a follow. We'll be posting mostly like throwback photos, maybe some video content from Joyce. And I don't know anything else. We're also officially on iTunes. Woo! It's really funny because our last episode, Lily mentions, "Oh, we'll try to get ourselves on iTunes and whatnot." But then I think the day that episode went up, we ended up yeah. getting through to iTunes. So that's really cool. Yeah. If you wanted to subscribe to us, so that you'll know when we have our new episode uploaded. All of these links are also linked in our actual website. Mm-hmm. If you scroll to the top, I think it's right below our title. Yeah, so. all there. Um, we're going to get our Tumblr up and running soon, mm-hmm. so that'll start transitioning to being our official website, and then that's where you can find us. We should be Conquest Pod across the board. You can find me on Twitter at Lily underscore Rugo. And you can find me at Joyce's Cookie, uh, YouTube and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Instagram. That's true. Yeah. And Instagram. I'm Joyce's Cookie everywhere. That's a good Joyce's Cookie. <laughs> and that'll do it. Thanks to DCD Prod for letting us use their song Confusion, and thanks to us for editing and producing. <laughs>